Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Digging Into Opportunities, with our guest, Julia. Thank you for being here today, Julia. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Matt. My name is Julia Potter, and I am one of the co-directors of the Geotechnical Center of Excellence at the University of Arizona. I started out as a geologist and got into engineering about 10 years ago, and I've done work all over the world in different mining environments in Africa and Europe and South America, as well as right here in the Southwest. So I'm happy to be here today. Awesome. I'm happy to have you here today. Why did you choose this career? So I actually switched my major, I think, at least five times, if not more, when I was an undergraduate. I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. My parents were very humanities-focused people, so they taught at a community college I thought maybe I'd major in English literature, women's studies, philosophy. I tried a bunch of stuff like that until I found geology. I took a geology class kind of on a whim to fulfill a science credit and then fell in love with it. I got a bunch of internships traveling and mapping geology in Montana and British Columbia. And so that kind of set me on my path to where I'm at today. And my first job was with an engineering firm as a field geologist, but then I got attracted to the engineering side of things as well. I didn't know I was good at math until I started doing it and then actually enjoying it. So that's what led me here. And as I said, I worked in consulting for a little over a decade and I came to the U of A because I really enjoy bringing people together to solve problems for the larger geotechnical community. And so I get to do that here at the GCE and I'm really grateful for that. What is one thing that now that you wish you knew before you graduated? That's interesting because I went back for my master's when I was probably around 30. And so I was maybe 10 years out of, maybe not quite 10 years out of my undergraduate. And it, it was insane how much easier the coursework was for me and how much more focused I was in the courses. And I think I spent a lot of time worrying about, um, grades rather than learning and really logging the information in my head for future use in my undergraduate. And I wish I'd had that perspective that about 10 years or so of working gave me, which is that what really matters is the understanding and my ability to communicate it to others, not so much whether I got straight A's on everything. And I would say probably too, you had greater appreciation on the communication side as well. Absolutely. I had no idea how much I was going to be writing reports and also leading conference calls and meetings and doing having conversations with clients in airports randomly and things like that. (laughs) It's been a huge and continues to be a huge part of my career uh, communication skills. And I didn't have a lot of I was fortunate. I started as an English major at one point, so I did have some writing but not a lot of technical writing experience. I didn't seek those opportunities out um, in my undergraduate. And that definitely would have benefited me if I had. For sure. 
One of the things that I really appreciate about the U of A and I've learned is not universal in engineering colleges across the U.S. is that we actually have that engineering communication course. And I think it's really important to the students. And I think sometimes when they're in it, they might not appreciate it as much as a couple of years down the road. Definitely. And I can also say from the perspective of um, being in charge of, of hiring interns and junior engineers at my former company, that it makes a really big difference when you're applying for jobs as well as in your early career, if you're able to communicate complex topics, which for a lot of people, any engineering topic seems complex um, to diverse audiences. It really helps you stand out amongst a crowd of others that may not have that skill. Indeed. So over um, your um, career, um, can you recall a challenging professional situation and what did you learn from it? Yeah, so I have traveled, like I said, internationally quite a bit, and I'm also in a pretty male-dominated field. Mining is, I think, after construction, the most male-dominated field um, based on recent statistics. So I was the one of very few females at my company and one of very few females on a lot of mine sites, especially in countries where women were less encouraged to work. And so I've had a lot of experience learning how to navigate different cultures and how people treat you as a person that they don't expect to be wearing a hard hat and a high visibility vest. <laughs> and I've had, I could tell several different stories about what it's like to maybe need some extra water or some rest when you're walking a mind jet bench and hear comments from someone that about how women should probably not be doing this kind of work or that I should be focusing more on my family and kids, which I don't have. <laughs> and I used to actually used to wear a wedding band so that I wouldn't get those comments as often anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not married. But what I learned from all of that, it was it's a challenge. But I also realized that kind of getting to know people for who they are and not necessarily their background or what their beliefs may be, can I can really bring anyone over to to respect me for my technical abilities and skill and to give people a chance because we all come from, especially when you're working internationally, we all come from different experiences. And so mm -hmm. their first impression of me, while it might be that I'm maybe out of place or I shouldn't be there, it was pretty easy to overcome that if I focused on what mattered, which was the science and getting to know them at their level and proving myself in that way, if that makes sense. Oh, it totally makes sense. And I think too that, especially I've seen over the years, just even in the last 10 years teaching at U of A, that there's more and more female engineers in my class, which is great. But at the same time, they're going to be confronting maybe individuals who are not as welcoming and appreciative of them being there. So I appreciate you sharing that story for the audience. No problem. And, to, and I say I said international a lot because I have worked a lot internationally, but it, it happens here in the States, too. And I think another lesson I took from all of that is that it's really important to support others like myself, underrepresented groups, whether that be people of a gender that's not as common or race, ba ethnic background, things like that. And to mm. maybe go the extra mile to make them feel more at home, because I know what it's like to be the only female, the only what it might be in a room. And so both your male, female students of any gender identity, I think it's just really important to be mindful of that. And once you reach the professional world. For sure. That transitions nicely to the last question. What advice would you impart to someone just starting their careers? Especially for anyone that might be unique in their field. I've found a lot of support and professional and what in a lot of cases turned personal relationships through joining uh, professional associations and getting involved beyond the workplace. I'm really involved in an organization called Women in Mining, 
I'm also a committee member for the Mining and Education Foundation. And those experiences, when there were times when I didn't have a female or didn't have someone I related to to look up to, I was able to find that by looking elsewhere and by getting involved in my community. And that kind of gave me this good feeling of I'm putting some time in to make the world a better place. But it also benefited me in that I made a lot of connections and found some role models and mentors that I maybe didn't have in my immediate company. So just really seeking out a community because you spend a lot of time with the people that you work with. And so finding a way to make it something that you enjoy is really important. For sure. And I think also having that community when you're like having a like professional situation that you can maybe not talk to a certain coworker because they might tell someone else at the firm, but you can go to your professional network and someone you built a relationship and trust and say, I have this situation at work. What do you think? What should I do? And use them as a sounding board. And, and they can also come to you in the same way and reciprocate that. So I think professional networking organizations are an excellent piece of advice um, for the students to get involved in. And I encourage them even before they graduate to take that step because it could even lead to a potential job offer. Absolutely. I do not believe that I would have the, the position I have today if I hadn't sought those outside of my company. I, I, it really helps elevate you in relation to the rest of your professional community. And you said you said exactly what I was thinking, which is it starts now getting involved in that stuff as an undergraduate student, I think is just as important. And your classmates can serve as that, even if you're working in different places as you move throughout your career, building those relationships mm. at this level can be just as important. For sure. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Matt. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey. Thank you.